Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard it. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. It's been a minute. We had a couple it scheduling has. snafus. Tyler was helping somebody move to Houston. I don't know why people keep moving there. The place is under sea level for some reason. <laughs> it's a nice area. People keep moving. Eric. That's Tyler, by the way. Um, Randy was out of town last week in What's Vegas. Up? Sports betting for me. We lost. Uh, Ugh. May you burn to hell, Toronto. <laughs> yeah, Toronto Blue Jays uh, lost a 14 parlay for us. That sucks. Uh, $700, oh, $1,000 for Randy out the window. But we're... Three guys, we have a sports podcast, the aforementioned Tailgater Sports. That's Randy. What up? He's Tyler. Um, we're going to talk Ooh. plenty of football. We're going to start our football ah, preseason coverage today. Can you believe it? The preseason's here. We're, what, three weeks away, I think? Maybe four weeks away from the start of the NFL season. So we are going to predict the NFC and the AFC East division winners today. Nice. We're going to, you know, put on our football hats again we're mm-hmm. not x's and o guys we're not we never played football i mean i never played football hey, you guys both played football potentially we might be able to take some money from tyler again on so another stupid bet i was going to bring that up because last year we did have the running <laughs> bet of he thought the patriots were going to win the afc east yep. me and randy both had the bills so mm-hmm. it ended up costing tyler 40 bucks in the long run because he bet us <laughs> both 20 dollars. i can get the money um you never got the money no because he no because he this sent bitch, a pizza no, to my house. i sent this oh, bitch a, right. i sent this bitch a 13 dollar pizza and he's like you know i'm gonna that's round right. up 20 bucks. I sent I sent him money back from the 20 he sent me as a birthday present. <laughs> I said, here, buy a beer, That's bitch. Right. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go. We're going to circle around the East divisions, the AFC nice. East, the NFC East nice. in a little bit. But because we have had two weeks off, I want to tell you guys, um, stop that ish because uh, it's football season. We're, we're putting the nose down Every and up. we're, we're going to pick our heads up in February and be like, Holy crap, that was a marathon. Everything else just doesn't matter. You know what observation I made literally the other day while watching uh, some television? I was like, only in America could we just finish a sporting event so significant that it has to occur every four years and not give a shit because football is back. Right, dude. Like the Olympics literally just wrapped up. I, I, I know I said probably right before, right as it started, yeah. way back, we kind of joked a little bit about it being on over times. And I said, oh, we need to circle back and have an Olympics episode. No, we do not. Um, <laughs> I, I I didn't think I don't think I watched more than ten minutes of the entire Olympics. Mm. I know Tyler had his dad dedicated with eighteen TV screens, but yep, did you? That's did, my recap. Does the Olympics spill over at all for you, Tyler? I mean, at least you're um, in a different time zone, so it might be a little different. I don't know. Would that make it earlier or later for you? I think earlier, right? It made it a little earlier. I saw what I could, um, and that's just because I don't have cable, so that's a little bit of an oh issue. I know I could stream no, 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 I know I could stream it on the computers and all that stuff like that, but I was also very busy because I am working both jobs. I didn't have time to see nearly right. as much as I would yeah. have liked. That was same with so, but I, I did catch a little bit. Like I saw a little bit of volleyball. Handball is really cool. Saw a little bit of soccer. Saw a tiny bit of basketball. Hey, handball, then I could... Nope, we're not going to go there. <laughs> Anyways. So, like, you do not make sense, bro. <laughs> I saw I saw a little bit of everything. I think I even saw yeah. some Taekwondo. I, I would be laying like down for bed at about 9 p.m. Pacific and be seeing tweets about the U.S. basketball team warming up for their game against like Spain in an hour and a half. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, I'm not staying up for this. Any maybe my college days, I would have maybe stayed up. In the past, I'd woken up for basketball games at three in the morning. But I'd it watch, used to I'd be, be exciting back then. Yeah, and like, I don't know, man. It just was not in it. Maybe it was there's no fans. Maybe it was no just fans. the time. Because when they're ahead and they're kind of working backwards for us in prime time, and yeah. I know the results. If I could get through the day without seeing the results, I might have watched it a little well, bit more. But half the time, I knew it was going down before I watched it. There's a few reasons why I think this has happened, and the, the big one is besides the time is we didn't really have any big athletes. Like think about it, like growing up, Michael Phelps. Like Michael yeah. Phelps literally drew everybody to watch the Olympics. And I mean, we had Simone Biles, but 
Simone Biles didn't even really yeah, she participate pulled in out. She, she was out for half of it. Yeah, yeah she her, I mean, her storyline turned into a mental health thing, and yeah. everybody was ripping her apart for for either pulling out or you know putting her on a pedestal for pulling yeah. out. I was, hey man, just get us a gold. That's yeah. all I care and about. I like the big thing for me too, though, is that like I literally cannot name a single person on the U.S. Olympic team. I mean. Swimming? Right. Nope. Basketball? Be Basketball, obvious because NBA guys. A bunch of guys that I really don't care about. Kevin Durant, I could care less about. Yeah. Um, the only one I really liked is Drew uh, Drew Harden. Drew Holiday and Devin Booker. Which I mean, those really are the only guys I really cared about watching. If you really think about it, over the years, it seems like more and more athletes have just become more turned off uh, of the prospect of representing their respective country overseas. At least American has. Like, I to me, what I don't understand though is like, why did you guys not dig more into Luka Doncic? Like the dude was balling out night in, night out, and there was no coverage on this guy. You guys should have been blowing this dude up, putting him well, prime he's time. not American. I know, but it's like to get draw to the Olympics. Because, uh, dude, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know a single person who was like really into it. And then all the cool fun sports, I felt like no one really talked about them either. We had BMX, skateboarding. Yeah, like it was that, weird, man. The canoe stuff was pretty cool. But, I mean, that's kind of where it ends. I mean, minus like some... Kind of cool stuff that came out. Like literally, yeah. the only footage that came out of the Olympics that I remember was that one uh, dickhead power walker who like knocked all the water yeah, bottles the over. French dude, oh, yeah, the that's French right, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But Which, my, by the way, I'm kind of cool with. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I kind of it's a dick move. Shouldn't be doing it. But when I watched it, I wasn't as upset as most people. For those who didn't see, he was a power walker. First of all, like legit power walking. Yeah, and he runs across the like the the line of water bottles for the people on the race, and right. he kind of takes his and swipes up the entire thing so people behind him can't get it. Me personally, obviously a dick move. I wouldn't pull it off, but if there's no rule against it, Bro, I, I mean, that's, grab how, one. that's what rules are made. I want to grab two, one for myself and one to throw at his head. <laughs> my, uh, I had a guy on one of my hockey teams uh, when I was playing at Cal State Northridge. He got a penalty because he scored on a goalie, uh-huh. popped the water bottle, went behind it and drank it. Got a penalty because I guess there's actual rule in the rule books. Talk about like, uh, like, like taunting or something. Ta- not taunting, but like messing with the opponent's water supply. Like it's actually in the rule book. Dude, that that's such an alpha move. I love that. <laughs> right, that's right? so awesome. So, like the only I mean, other funny thing about the Olympics, and I'm pretty sure this is the Olympics. I, I I'd have to go back and double check, but I saw a viral video go around about. I guess one of the runners. Now you have these power walkers or the people that run the marathon in the Olympics. Some of them. They just get tired and they pass out. Unfortunately, like I'm not wishing that upon anybody, but that's what happens. This one guy, I guess, had passed out on the road. And while the nurses or whoever staff is there helping him, there's a smart car that's backed up right behind him so they can get stuff at. One of the guys go towards the smart car. The smart car just starts driving off. It's one of the funniest things. (laughs) Or like like a small. Now you mentioned it. I'm I'm starting to remember the small things like the boat, like uh, the triathlon athletes. They dove into the into the water. When there's a full size boat with the motor running, and so they had to be called back to avoid people getting hit by the propellers, and then also the uh, the German equestrian rider who like decked her horse in the oh, face, dude. Oh, that's and she was nice. having like a mental breakdown yeah, on like her, the horse. Like, I mean, like on both look on both ends of the spectrum, I get it. Punching a horse on international Shout television out to the horse, though. He is said, a bad F, look. F your gold medal. I'm doing what I want. She's on this horse Bro. breaking down crying. So, on her, okay, on her side, her. Like, like, on her side, I kind of get it. You spent four years practicing for this moment and then suddenly flopsy. She had a huge lead, apparently. So I don't know how the scoring works, but apparently she had a huge lead and it just tanked because then, of this last And then, run. I don't know, your horse flopsy or something is like screw this bitch i'm not jumping over this pole you she do it like three times i know bro so, so she I, I found, the horse in the face i found something super interesting about that because some sports writer whatever commented on that saying like oh this girl's tanking and someone else commented saying like well that shouldn't happen you bring your own horse and the guy said actually the country that does the event 
provides the horse so you only have a 20 minute relationship with this horse and now you got to have it do several horse tricks like nah dude that, nah, dude. that nah, horse like was you. just like nah like f you you stupid german like you know i'm not an doing Italian this horse or something just oh my God. a japanese horse a german rider Oh, look at world war ii so, rivalries so, look at that there's our dude it's been a while since we had a history is, from randy something says that uh never mind so I'm apparently apparently we paid more attention to the olympics than ever because we just talked well, about it for like 10 minutes it was like three things that <laughs> yeah. happened uh, minus so, like what a week and a half but also while we were in our sports hiatus because everybody has a life outside of this podcast uh, Tyler. uh which by the way you guys can have times off i'm not a dictator here but football's coming on football comes first Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Right. It's, it's, it's life. I had to explain it to my girlfriend recently. So she have was, time off, but don't have time off. I had to explain it right. to her. She was like, why are we like, can we watch something else? I'm like, no, no, we can't. No, it's football. I have waited so long yeah. for this. So football previews coming up. But before we move on, there was a little bit of a thing. We got to talk about a little baseball. Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, oh now the Dodgers. God. Surprise, surprise. What the hell happened there? The Dodgers. This is how long we were off, guys. What the F? I know. Right? The Dodgers and the Houston Astros played each other. Split a series. The Dodgers yep. and the Angels played each other. The Dodgers, what, won two out of three, I think. Not talking about it. Um, yep. yep. So that those are <laughs> yep. both Tyler's favorite teams now. <laughs> and now the Astros and the Angels <laughs> just ra- now the Astros and the Angels just wrapped up a series yep. against each other. Astros so, won two or three in that one. So, so we'll so talk the about point the, is Angels absolutely. Suck. So we'll talk about the real fans and the real team here first. Dodgers. Um, rich get richer. Max Scherzer, Trey Turner. Trey oh Turner, gosh. I know people are really circle jerking this guy about how fast he is. I love Trey Turner. But he is ridiculously fast. I'm sure you guys all saw the slide that went viral over the weekend. Oh, my God. What? Sexiest slide he, I've ever seen He in my is so life. fast. And I'm at the point a little bit where it's kind of annoying with, you know, Dodgers fans and even the even Oral Hershiser and Joe Davis when they're doing the uh, uh, when they're doing the, the TV, the telecast. They, they, man, they need new pants every time Trey Turner is running. Trey when Turner, he, oh, when oh. he goes from first to third, man, Twitter blows up. The telecast blows up. And it's like, it's like they've never seen a guy run. But I get it. He's well, fast. He's no, super but, fast. But think about this, though. Minus like what, D. Gordon? When was the last time? What, Juan St. Pierre? What's it, was it Juan St. Pierre or, or something Pierre? Pierre? The, the, You're the, thinking George St. Pierre, yeah. the UFC no, fighter? We, the, the Dodgers no, it's, used one, to have it's like, just Juan Pierre. Juan it's Pierre, Juan there you Pierre. go. <laughs> Juan St. Pierre. It's been a minute since we've had a base runner, though. So I, I understand yeah. why no, I'm like freaking out. Like, oh, I get oh, it. He's fast. He's really yeah. fast. But we're like, I mean, I know he started a little later than Scherzer. Right. Scherzer got the curtain call in his first game against the Astros. Went seven, was lights out. He's had another win against the, uh, who did they just have a series against? He got another one of the weekend. So he's oh, got, the Mets? Yeah, a Sunday night baseball win. So he's got two premier wins under his belt. Yeah. Trey Turner was on COVID, so he's a little bit behind on the getting acclimated. Yeah. New guy on the block, still very fresh. I, I, uh, but, it's hard guys, to choose. he's just running. I know. <laughs> he's just running. You know, it's funny you mention it because I haven't really heard that much about his like at, at bat action it's more like did you guys see what he did today he ran running from first ran, to third first third fast he AF ran yeah. so fast he, i mean he's making a, a difference yeah. he, he scored from first to third on like a blooper to left field i know Super Since fast, the i get it but i'm taking scherzer in that deal i want scherzer yeah he's he, mon- he's a monster the story that's going crazy right now is during the mets broadcast or the mm-hmm. sunday night baseball <laughs> broadcast story um dave roberts had an interview <laughs> with had an interview with um, uh, A-Rod, and I forget right. who's the guy that does the, the telecast with them. Vaskersian. Yeah, that, he's the Angels guy, right? He sounds familiar. Yeah, Matt okay. Vaskersian. That's why the voice sounded familiar. I was like, who is that guy? Because um, I watch way who's more Angels. wasted talent? I, walk, I watch way more Angels baseball than Tyler nowadays. So I just want you guys to know uh, that. I ha- and I have some to follow it up. It starts very late in my area. That <laughs> I, is my defense. Hey, I, I don't want to know why. I just I just do, okay? Um, but yeah, so, so the story. Nine o'clock over here. In the middle of this, this uh, game, they go yeah. to Dave Roberts for a little in-game interview. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, I have a story. He has like, I have a story about Scherzer, his first step, first start. Right, like, right. Uh, he's like, yeah, you know, he comes off the off the field. I gave him a little butt tap. Good game or good job, whatever. And he's like, I, I hear him whisper something under his breath. And I'm like, what the hell? Did he just whisper, don't effing touch me? So he goes about the game and then he says he brings it up to him after the game. He's like, yeah, I'm, I don't touch me when I'm, pl I'm playing. I'm working. I'm doing my job. I don't need congratulations to do my job. Yeah. And Dave Roberts is like. All right, sorry. So there's a, a video on Twitter, um, and I think I retweeted it. I think a pitching ninja might have retweeted or something right. on Twitter. There's a video of from that game because Scherzer scored, and Dave Roberts is like goes pretty much bent over a railing to get out of Scherzer's way coming into the bullpen. As <laughs> the second Scherzer passes him, he goes back into celebratory mode. But this dude, Dave Roberts, tries his hardest to not even have a shoulder glance against this dude's jersey because. Scherzer's nuts. I would not mess yeah. with Scherzer. Well, uh, the ongoing thing that I found funny was we lost a psychopath, Bauer, and we gained another yeah, that's psychopath. That's a whole other level. Scherzer. That's, a whole, that's hitting a whole other level crazy. His hearings today. So, and there's, I'm sure you guys saw the text. We're not going to dive into it, but this dude has been, he's, he's a little nuts. He's, uh, really? he's a little nuts, man. Uh, <laughs> a little nuts. But uh, you know what? That, that chapter is closed. Another new chapter is open with Scherzer. Should be interesting to see what happens after the season. Though. I uh, was driving in today and listening to um, Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn on yeah. the local station AM five seventy KLIC, and right. they have they they're the Dodger station, so they run Dodger commercials. And like, oh, you know, we have a generational talent, the best in the league, and blah 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 blah. Oh, and we have Kershaw too. And what they're like, the that's right, we're talking about Scherzer. And I'm like, damn. They've already demoted Kershaw. That's disrespect. They've already demoted Kershaw to the footnote on the rotation. Look, it, it's going to take. You know, he's going to be demoted even further because you guys also got the legend, god tier talent pitcher himself, Danny Cole Duffy. Hamels. Danny Duffy, dude. Don't forget about oh, Danny, Danny Duffy. Oh, Danny Duffy. Yeah, Danny right. I forgot we have in Cole the, Hamels. In the what? promo, they're like, yeah, the trade that brought Trey Turner and Max Scherzer come to Dodger Stadium to see Turner and Scherzer and Danny Duffy. And I'm like, and Danny oh my Duffy. God, the Duffman. Duffman. Duff wait, I, I'm curious, though. Wait. When when is Hamill starting? Is well, he's yeah, he's not even be back for like three weeks. He's he was on the injured reserve. He's on an injured list. Oh, okay. got him. Yeah, what we picked up Scherzer, Turner, Duffy, and Hamill, and Duff Scherzer was the only one that could play immediately because right. COVID with Turner, right. Hamill injured, and De uh, Danny Duffy's injured too. Oh my gosh! Well, we got a bunch of guys. Just none of them can play how's right the, now. How's the feeling in Houston, Tyler? Let's check in on the Astros, okay? I'll give you a couple minutes here. They lost What's, the Angels yeah, the other day. They lost the Angels. Like, they had lost the series before the Angels, too, I think. Yeah. So, no, no. So, the series right before the Angels was the two-game series with the Rockies. They swept that. They were struggling a little bit. Ironically, their main problem was that the bullpen was a wreck and the starting pitching was really good. Yeah, no, the bullpen <laughs> totally was hard. really bad. Was that hard, man? Anyways, <laughs> so now after the trade deadline, they went and got four guys who could potentially all be the closer, and now their bullpen is lights out. But ironically, now that the bullpen's lights out, the starting pitching has been struggling, so they're all waiting to kind of get it together. Meanwhile, they still have either the best or the second best record in the American League. They're still really good. They are on a very easy part of their schedule right now because they guys they got guys like Seattle, Oakland, Texas. They're playing the Royals tonight for four games. Like very beatable teams on their schedule. So it's going to be interesting. And right now, I it's think gonna the people... Be. Hold, on, hold, on. hold on. Did you look, say, look, did you just right say, it's going to be me? It's going to be interesting. <laughs> anyway, so like, look, the people over here, they already oh, have the geez. mentality. Like they know they're going to the playoffs. They're now Don't more interested it. to see who they're going to face. And I think the really big fear 
is that they're going to end up facing the White Sox, and the White Sox are really, yeah, really, they're really okay. good. Park, I'm surprised how good let's, they are. Let's park on the White Sox because I was going to bring this up after he was done with yeah. Houston, but that's been enough, Houston. So park on the White Sox. What did you guys think? I know Tyler wrote a huge blog splooging all about the yeah. uh, Field of Dreams oh. game. So let's give you another minute or two, Tyler. Go ahead and lay it all out for us. The Field of Dreams game, Yankees, White Sox. I'll give you a minute to put it up on a pedestal before I chop it down because I thought it was pretty lame for a little bit. You can chop it down like the corn stalks out there ah, on the see, field. There huh? you go. Go uh, ahead. You're go a take it away. Take it away. So, so now I thought it was a very good game. I'm going to be honest. I tuned in for the first inning and a half. And after that, I'm like, okay, I'm bored. I'm just going to go back. Yeah. So <sighs> I decided to go. I decided to go back. I came back around the fifth inning and I ended up watching the rest of the game. And it was really slow paced, but I will give Fox this. Fox did a tremendous job with the production. Having Kevin Costner there, I mean, I know you have to, but then everything that they talked about during it, the drone shots were really cool. The field looked absolutely gorgeous. I think the fact that even the fans, in order to get to the stadium, they had to walk through the corn as well. So that gives it kind of like a, oh, this is what the movie was. <laughs> a trend? I mean, hey, look, could be, could be. Uh, I, I thought it, oh, okay, are you guys done? I thought it had to be, it had to give them like, this is what it was like during the movie feel. Uh, that being said, so you just fast forward all the way to the bottom, uh, to the ninth inning in general. The Yankees are down seven to four in the ninth inning. Judge comes up. There's a runner on first. Blast a home run. So you're like, okay, now it's like eight. Uh, now it's seven, six. It's like, okay, the Yankees get another runner on first. Giancarlo Stanton comes up. And at this point, the White Sox have their star, all-star closer, uh, Liam Hendricks, in the game. Dude throws it right down the middle. Judge hits a moonshot. Yankees take the lead 8 7. So I'm just like, okay, cool. They just took the lead. I'm like, okay, this game got interesting. If the Yankees end up winning, this will be a memorable game. Nope, that's not how it ended at all because that bottom of the ninth inning, Zach Britton, the Yankees closer, comes in. He gets a guy on first. Tim Anderson comes up to the plate. Tim Anderson hits another just moonshot walk-off home run to end the game. And then as he's rounding the bases, the outfield lights, which were the majority of the lights in the stadium, the outfield lights go dark and fireworks shoot off the top of the scoreboard that's in center field. And I'll give Fox this. They got a great video of Anderson rounding the bases. And as he's rounding 30, just see the fireworks going off in the background. Honestly, probably the closest thing to looking like um, the Sandlot, the one scene. And it was just absolutely beautiful. And the music is hitting, meaning my time is... Are you done? I'm very sorry. All right, are you done reading the box? Jesus Christ, man. Good, jeez. Good effing Christ. You could have just been like, there's a really cool footage. Yeah, there's man. really cool footage of the fireworks in the background. We had to walk off from You were going depth. well, and then you just kind of started in the game summary. Need to hear, okay? Dude, we're, it's not I mean, 1945. The, voice the, can, over here. the highlights are on YouTube. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. Uh, yesterday, the Yankees were in uh, Iowa. I gathered, gathered around, got family. It came down to the ninth inning when Liam Hendricks, one of oh. the best closers in the game. Now, folks, <laughs> folks gather around the chatterbox. They're going over the highlights <laughs> of recent uh, yesterday's recent Thank game. Thank you, Thank you. Um, I do. I do understand though box. <laughs> the kind of boring, the kind of boring bits of the game though. It just at the end of the day, it's still baseball. Like the stadium's yeah. cool, sure, but it was aesthetically pleasing, very pleasing. I will give you that. Tyler right. touched on it. I mean, but yeah, it's but there's no, you know. Okay, I can only look at corn so long. Uh, you know what I love about baseball backdrops. 
And right. I get it. But the the cool like open sky and corn backdrop gets a little tiring after an inning, yep. two innings, three innings, four innings. Yep. The best part about it was thank God the MLB got a good game. Oh, I know. Imagine oh my this, God. Like yeah. imagine this was like either a blowout, which okay, at least there's a little bit of offense. And but people aren't even regi- people can't even sit through like one zero pitchers duels anymore. If they yeah. got like a two zero, two one game, People are done. At least they had some offense, some fireworks, pun intended, I guess. Tim Anderson is a stud. Good walk off. Good climax to the game. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, man, I was <sighs> over the field of dream stuff. And personally, OK, I'm laid out there. I've never watched the movie. Don't want to. Don't never probably wow. will. Sorry. I, I, I never. What's the concept? The guy builds a, 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 a field and ghosts come back. Is that what the thing is? Look, I'm not going to say any no, I don't need another five minutes explanation. Okay, no, 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 I'm not going to I'm not going to break it down. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Just there is more to it. That than was that, a mistake. That, okay. that was right. a mistake. So I will never probably watch the movie. Don't have no desire to. So, OK, visually pleasing, aesthetically yeah. pleasing. I get what the thing yep. you can't do this without the, the corn yep. and the thing. OK, whatever. Yep. And that's what I had the problem with. It's corny. It's kind of nice. lame. Kevin Costner walking out of the, the the corn, I guess, is the cool payoff for all this. But the Kevin Costner interview, this dude is kind of a tool bag. I kind of got a weird feeling from this yeah. guy. Kind of like full of himself. The star of Waterworld? Uh, yeah, he's just kind of like sitting there in the dancing with wolves. Joe Buck and um Joe Buck and oh why is I can't remember his name. What's I was gonna say Troy, but it's no, John Smoltz. Yeah, yeah, Smoltz. I was gonna call yeah, I was gonna say Maddox something. Yeah, John Smoltz and Joe Buck were there. Yeah. And they're in this the booth, and Joe Buck, dude, might as well have had a raging boner. He's like Oh wow, this is just so nice to talk to you. And oh like they're God. leaning back, and he's like, "Yeah, we had a good catch." And I know that's a, a thing on the movie. I know the catch thing, and we ha- we had a good catch. And I'm like, "Dude, stop circle jerking each other, man! What are you guys doing?" Oh, and like, oh, dude, I was I was like, "Come on, I'm down to just watch the game. I get it. We're still in freaking Iowa, guys. Right. You guys got to get out of Iowa after this, by the way. Have fun, whatever airport you're flying out of." Number two here, um, Rob Manfred said they're doing this again in the future. Uh, Why? Okay, I get it. It's cool. Aesthetically yeah. pleasing again. Go somewhere else. Find another gimmick because yeah, what, are, we, the sand are we do are we doing exactly? Find something else. Find another a pleasing movie to tap into. Do the, the wild thing thing or something. Because if I have to sit through another Kevin Costner fest or just we already did it. What are we gonna yeah. do? Run the same run the well, same highlight packages I, next year? I, I think, got it, guys. I, think, I got it. Got it. Next game, Williamsport, Pennsylvania on the little league field. Well, that's that's but the fences are moved in <laughs> to 225 yeah. feet, 65, yeah, 65, 50 final. Well, they're doing they're doing the Little League World Series game. I get the I think the Angels are playing there next week. Right, Tyler? Oh, you might be right. Oh, look yeah. at that. Mike Trump. Yeah. Oh, they're Sorry already playing kids. at the. Uh, yeah, they have stadium? a game. They've been doing that for the last couple of years. They have a team go on. They play on the professional size field out there, but it's in the same place that they do the Little League, uh, the Little League World Series. Okay, that's pretty so cool. they, they've done this in the past. I've seen I think they did the athletics a couple of years ago. So they've done that. But my thing is, how do you do this again? Uh, well, the Stadium Series, the Winter Classic, that's a, the same th- thing, but it's different places. So you have different yeah. storylines. Well, you can't go back there the problem, and do the Field of Dreams thing the, again. The problem that I believe the uh, Field of Dreams game has is that it's the lack of fans. Like, there's only so many fans behind the backstop. And to me, that's what makes the games, like the, yeah. the, the fan reactions. Think about it. We just talked about how the Olympics wasn't exciting. And one of the main reasons was lack of fans. With the Field of Dreams game, all we have is corn. Corn and fans in the background. Yeah. So it's like, oh, cool, home run into corn. You know what I mean? So aesthetically pleasing, like the uh, the visual aspect of it, it, you can, it can only do so much because right. after a while, it's like, okay, well, this isn't really and generating a reaction. The game, the game set records. Like a ton of people watched it. Like it was the most watched MLB game in a minute. But 
again, if you repeat it all next year, how do you make a difference where people tune in again besides just different teams? So real quick, actually, before we transition to the NFL stuff here, Tyler had an idea before we started recording today. Mm -hmm. So like I said, what do you do next here? Like this is, you can't just repeat the same Kevin Costner bit. Dude, if they do, I'm, it's gonna I, happen. I will string myself up. I can't do another happen. Joe Buck, Kevin Costner makeout session. So where is next? What well, Instead of doing it again in, in Iowa, which they are going to do, by the way, like I said, Rob Manfred said, they're going to do it again. I hope oh, this will get annoying real quick. But yeah. um, I've seen uh, college basketball games on a on a uh, aircraft, aircraft carrier. carrier in San Diego. NHL does like what? Eight outdoor games a year now. They just did the yeah, one in Lake Arrowhead. Which was beautiful. Lake Tahoe. It's like Lake Tahoe. Tahoe, yeah. Same thing, whatever. Football hasn't done anything crazy just yet, I don't think. And I, off the top of my head, I don't think so. Besides well, Super Bowl. Do the European games count as? Uh, a yeah, I guess that counts. Yeah, games? actually, they get up and leave, whatever. So every sport's doing it. Baseball is actually probably the last one to the party, if you think about it. Um, where do you go next? Do you have any ideas? F Iowa, F a, F a, a movie tie in, a reference or whatever. Where do you want to see a baseball game off the top of your head? Any cool areas? So there's a stadium that I remember seeing a long time ago. I think it's Point Loma, Point PLN, PLNU University. And basically, the big thing about their baseball stadium is it's right by the ocean. And so I think it'd be pretty cool Ooh. to hit baseballs into the ocean. Uh, it would be interesting to see the reaction it would generate because it'd be like, don't throw baseballs into the ocean. But it's like, F those dolphins and whales. Get your own ball, bitch. But uh, yeah, I would, I would love to see something like visually just beautiful and stunning or perhaps going overseas and playing in some of the more beautiful picturesque countries because as we saw with the olympics uh lots of other countries play baseball so why not just take a game over there you know someplace tokyo in, dome someplace in europe do tokyo dome be sick i know back in the early 2000s they played in cuba um uh maybe you know i don't know austria or something like Italy, France, go play at a, a place that's kind of beautiful and pretty. Or if not, find a place that's picturesque, I don't know, somewhere in Europe, and build a baseball field. It's not that hard. So first off, Randy hates ocean animals. Just let the record show. Second, <laughs> uh, the, best idea, <laughs> the best idea I've heard, and I will give credit, some guy called into one of the Fox Sports radio shows, and I happen to hear this and actually love this idea. MLB should build a field on the moon on the edge of the grand canyon and just hit the balls dude i would actually into tune into that that'd be kind of cool you got it but you and you'd have to load up with like straight power teams you put oh yeah you put go like short porch yankee stadium distance and oh then you gosh. bring in the yankees so it's like all lefties joey gallo smacking balls into the in the grand canyon that's a pretty cool concept actually i love it, the idea of baseball stadiums in the middle of nowhere like put one in a national park or something man make people just go out there and play like see that that was going to be another idea like what if we put one in the middle of uh yellowstone or yosemite uh, similar to what the uh nhl did with the rink but i mean i mean the only part is that you'd have to find clear enough space because people are going to be mad that you're chopping down trees <laughs> yeah. hey, i'll hey, tell you what this is what this is how <laughs> will we will we will reuse the trees they will be made into the baseball bats that all the players you okay see that, you see that here's field of redwoods chop that ish down we got to throw up eight thousand seats here's, and, a, and a snack shack. here's a logistical nightmare someone hits a home run i don't know uh give me a name tyler somebody uh, uh who Fine. let's go mike trout mike trout hits a bomb right Five hundred sixty-seven feet. No, further actually. Bomb. The ball, by some miracle of God, hits a bison in the head. The bison <laughs> is dead. Imagine the crap show the MLB would get for MLB. Mike Trout kills endangered buffalo in Yellowstone National Park uh, MLB game. What do you do then? Well, the buffalo should have been standing there. Well, uh, Pete is on the line, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> or um, you know, this is gonna sound crazy, but what about Alaska? 
I mean, there's a state. It's a state in America. That would be pretty crazy too. Or Hawaii. I mean, literally, there are places in our country that we can play that uh, are picturesque. Because I don't know, man. The you know, would be the nostalgia thing is only going to go so far because then you realize, okay, wait a second, we're playing exactly, on a farm. Exactly what we're, I'm saying here. Like, you can't go back to Iowa next year or even two years from now and try to do the gimmick thing again. It's you like got cool. to mix it up. That's why the, you know you can't. The first Winter Classic was in Buffalo. Yeah. Against the Sabres and the Penguins. Guess what? They're like, hey, this worked. We're never going back to Buffalo. Yeah. You I know? know. Like, good job. Thanks, Buffalo. <laughs> Thanks, Iowa. The corn stuff, awesome. You got us great ratings. But deuces, we're going to, you know, Florida, where we could hit a ball into the ocean. We're going to Or they don't even care. Yeah, we're going to Texas. They're gonna play on like a high school football field that Bro, seats twenty five thousand people. Play in Mexico. See, here's 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 one that I thought of. If there's a way, and I don't know if this could geographically work because I don't know what the landscape is over there. But if there's a way you could put it in South Dakota and just have Mount Rushmore in the background, that would be pretty sick. Or different parts of this, the middle. I love the idea. Actually, no, I don't. I take that back. That's a horrible idea to play in the middle of nowhere because then we're just going back to the Field of Dreams crap, which is yeah. sick. You're playing in a gimmicky spot, but all you have is the aesthetic factor to it. Then you're in the risk of not having a game or the fact that baseball is inevitably yeah. At some points in its duration, there, slow. You know what's crazy is like, I was trying to find it this whole time we were talking. I was Googling some stuff, but there right. was a thread I saw. I'm not sure if it was. I know who you're talking about. Like different sure baseball was, fields. I'm not sure if it was yeah. Pitching Ninja that did it or one know, of the old I know what you're baseball. About. And they did this where they submitted just random fields. And it was more of a like an oddity thing where they would have a, like a building to kind of eat into center field. My, uh, just, my, just weird stuff. And there is a baseball field in California where it's a high school field that their outfield is the ocean. And my buddy who went to San Pedro High School yeah. played there, and he's like, "Yeah, if you it's, had the power, you'd hit it into the off the cliff." Um, it's uh, edge. Of, it's either rim of the world or edge of the world. I think no, no, that overlooks a valley. Yeah, like, that's mind. that's in Big Bear, California. I think rim of the world, but but, uh, but yeah, we'll move along. Yeah, Maybe my, we'll my, find uh, it later. We'll post a picture. So I guess my alma mater if you was, hit, was on that. Oh wait, oh it's Palos Verdes. Something in Palos. That's Verdes. what I was looking. P- PV. So I guess if you hit a home run on the rim of the world, you can call it a rim job. <laughs> Damn it, you got me to laugh on that one. That's not sex it. jokes. We got them. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, Tyler called boobs boobies, by the way. Over Tyler's the weekend. got everything but boobies in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boobies. But yeah, if you, there we go. We do we start another Manfred to the moon? We, we could do this way better. F the Iowa games. F fill the dreams. I guess come back. They'll probably do. They're probably going to give the Cubs a run. They'll give mm-hmm. the Cubs a run next year. They'll play maybe Cincinnati Reds. They'll try to get another rivalry game in there, yeah. maybe. Um, but I look, I just can't wait till baseball slips up and does something really stupid, like NFL level stupid. Like we Manfred announces that we've decided to rebuild from the ashes and we've built a baseball stadium on the, uh, the location of what used to be burnt down cities in California. (laughs) You know where I think they're going to end up going is I forgot what it was. I think after Chadwick Boseman passed away, uh, based off of the, um, his role in the Jackie Robinson movie, I think they're trying to renovate the stadiums from the old, uh, leagues in the South. So they might end up playing in some of those stadiums. I'm not entirely sure where they're building the stadiums or yeah. where they're renovating them, but Run I wouldn't be surprised if they played in there. Yeah, so I'm looking it up. I think it was John Boy that had this thread. So like I'm oh. looking at some of these weird baseball parks, weird shapes. Someone yeah. in, one in Washington has like a, a track and field going right through the right field yeah. line. My alma mater, uh, Burbank High, had a track and field going through Shrinking the... Shrinking Center uh, at Redwood High. Redwood High, yeah. Right so field. Like, just weirdly placed stuff, surveyed in Anaheim, California. So John Boy had this thread. If you just give it a search, this one has center field opens up into the football field. So it's technically like a 150 foot yard outfield for you in center, yeah. dead center. So that's crazy. Um, all right. On to the good stuff. It's football season, baby. 
We are going to start with. You want to start with? Let's start with AFC East. Let's start with AFC East productions because I think that'll be the easiest division to get out of our way. Unless Tyler wants to go off the wall and bet us some more money this year. You got? You're going to bet against Josh Allen the Bills again this year, Tyler? Uh, no, it's a hard pass. No, okay, okay. So um, freshly contracted Josh Allen. Something I was, yeah, dude, two hundred and fifty-eight million dollars over like eighteen now. Yeah, dude. Crazy. You imagine dude, waking he, up and seeing that in your bank account. He could buy oh all God. the Buffalo wings he wants. Dude, he could buy all of Buffalo if he wants, man. That is, I would just, could, I yeah. would just, I love to close my eyes sometimes and pretend what it'd be like to be an NFL star. Just like wake up. And know that all you got to do is just do something you've already been doing your entire life, just throwing a freaking football. Yeah, just chucking a ball, the pigskin. Oh, by the way, I'm filthy effing rich. Yeah, oh, and that dude, that's the crazy thing about some of these huge contracts is now that all these players want huge chunks of it guaranteed. Yeah. So it's like you could suck too at your job uh, and then be like, eh. Brock Osweiler right now is living the life. He made so much money off that Texans contract mm-hmm. and then made so much money with the Broncos. Literally, this, like, to me... The ideal realism of being rich would be like, mm, crap. And then wanna, teams pay you to leave. Yeah. I could order this off of Postmates, but it's kind of expensive. Mm, oh, whatever. Let's put it on my card. Like, think of oh. uh, think of Kirk Cousins, super average quarterback. I think he has almost his entire contract guarantee. Well, he still has to deal with the whole like pressure because he's still the starting QB in Minnesota. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk which is a whole total-ish show, by the I way. Know, but Total-ish show. <laughs> their, their, QBs so are, their QBs are like full-on anti-vaxxers. Yeah. So they've des- cousins and Kellen Mond. So they've designed their QB room to have more room so they could sit away from each other. Kirk Cousins said he's willing to sit behind plexiglass at his like stations because mm-hmm. F a shot. But whatever, we're not gonna get Just vaccinated. take the damn shot. Exactly. Kirk. We're not yeah. gonna get into Don't that. Don't take the shot, but Mike, take this shot to the ribs. And Mike Zimmer looks like he's ready to snap when he has these like press conferences talking about it. He looks like a guy who's on the edge and he's just like, Why do I have Tweedledee and Tweedledum throwing the ball for me? Yeah. And All the, right. The dude doesn't even want to be there. He owns like a ranch in Kentucky where he just lives there. <laughs> Durr, and I throw the football. Um, <laughs> all right. AFC East. So I was thinking about the AFC East the other day and I was mainly just thinking about the quarterbacks. And all of a sudden, Josh Allen is like the oldest one in the division. Wow. Outside of Cam, outside of Cam Newton, obviously. In New England, you got Cam Newton and Mac Jones, which are probably fighting it out. I don't know how long Cam will have the starting job. Yeah. They were, they were really happy with Mac Jones after his uh, yeah. preseason opener. Then you got Tua in Miami, who was like a a closer for the Dolphins yes last year for, for over Fitzpatrick. Or no, he wasn't even he was the opener. Fitzpatrick would close the games and then he would get benched for him at the later later stages. So that's what's going on in Miami. And then you got Zach Wilson in New York, who's a rookie who almost missed the start of training camp because he didn't have his contract settled. So all of a sudden you got Josh Allen in Buffalo, who's the veteran ahead of Mac Jones, Tua Tunga Vailoa, yeah. and Zach Wilson. When did that happen? I know, right? Crazy. <laughs> the days of Tom Brady running that place is is gone, long gone. He's down in Tampa getting tan with Rob yeah. Gronk. So run the league. Um, so, I mean, it's honestly the Bills to lose. And I know last season I was a little timid, a little tedious with my, um, you know, really buying into the Bills being good. Yeah. I know every week I was like, oh, you know, trying to talk myself into it. Not this year. Not this year. I'm full bore. Bills Super Bowl. Josh Allen MVP. I'm going to get cocky. I'm going to regret it. Yeah, because probably this, this is the year that it'll fall apart on us, probably because everybody's picking us to do Zach very Wilson's well. Wilson's gonna have a career, the, the season of his life, or something. God, if the Jets are the reason we don't win the division, well, I will be see, upset. The, the Jets are a confusing uh, prospect to me because all the reports coming out of camp was that Zach Wilson can't throw to save his life. The defense is just making his life miserable. Robert Sala, though, he, you know, he's a defensive guy, that's right. so maybe that's why. And but and then also during the preseason game, he didn't look that bad. 
not that bad. Not mm. not tremendous, but not that bad. Yeah. But uh, but then you look throughout across the board. I mean, I don't think Mac Jones was that great. People no. are definitely hyping him up. Definitely not that great. And then uh, the Dolphins. I mean, I haven't really heard anything about the Dolphins. No, yeah. You kind of forget about the Dolphins. And you Tua, do. Especially really in that wish, division. You definitely do. I really wish that Mac Jones had kept his number 50 before they gave him the number 10. I was very disappointed in that. But I think it's safe to say that the Jets are going to be the worst team in that division. Well, yeah, you, you can't just and, tur- you can't just turn around. You just can't turn that yeah, kind of train wreck they, around they, that they fast. They have so many holes on that team. It's just not going to be done. New England and Miami, that's going to be a closer race than people realize. Miami's very good. They're better than I think a lot of people give them credit for. It's just the Tua situation they have to figure out. Meanwhile, on the other side, you have Cam Newton, who's very clearly past his prime, and you have Mac Jones, who's a rookie quarterback. On top of that, you have a bunch of defensive players that they're getting back because they opted out because of COVID last oh, that's year. Right. So that's going to help them in that direction. I give New England the slight edge over Miami, but Buffalo wins the division. All right, so let's, I agree. let's do this instead then. So instead of, you know, a pointless little chunk of podcast <laughs> here, which we're all agreeing on something, let's run through uh, win totals real quick. Uh, Buffalo Bills win total for the season next year, currently on Bet MGM, are set at over under 11 and a half wins. Over. Over. I'll take the over. I'm think I'm gonna go I'd over too. Say over, yeah. Okay, so up next, let's don't see. forget it is 17 games this year. Yeah, 17 games. So wow. let's see here. Up next in alphabetical order would be that's crazy. The... Like imagine being in week 11, your fingers barely hanging on, you're busted up, and you're like, we have six more games. Well, that's why that's why players hate when they get a really early uh, bye week. They yeah. they love it when they get it like 10th or later, 10th week, 11th week or later, because. Why are you going to get a week off four weeks into the season? That is you know? tremendously stupid. Yeah, like, I'd be pissed. I'm like, oh, sweet. My bruise is done. Like When you have a broken wrist in the back half of the season. Um, win totals for the New York Jets over under six and a half. New York Jets. Uh, I'm, oh. I'm going under. I'm going under. I'm going under. I think they win six games. But I, don't, I am I don't in think they Vegas this weekend. I might actually take that bet. That sounds like a pretty safe. Under? Uh, You're going under? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Miami Dolphins, I think, should be up net. Alpha. Wait, 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 wait. All right. I skip city. Yeah. This damn app has them listed in alphabetical order, and I haven't had to do things in alphabetical order for right. a while. And <laughs> my brain, I'm trying to talk and read at the same right, time right. here. Uh, Miami Dolphins over under nine and a half wins. Oh, under. Ooh. I think Felix like pretty high. We just trashed That's them. Under. We just trashed them really nine, hard. Nine wins though. Nine like, and a half. So you have to get ten to cash uh, over. Oh uh, shoot! Actually. 10 wins is, is a good benchmark, but I feel like that's a good team, and I don't feel like Miami is a good team. See, the more, I, I like we just mentioned, like, the, oh, the more you know. think about it, the more you realize, like, oh, my God, 17 games. So that would be what? Your final mark would be 10 and 7? Yeah. Or, damn, oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm putting them under. I don't think, I think that, oh, darn. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as a. As, as, yeah, I'm going under, too. As a, what, what, what's the over under game? Over under like Miami, nine and, nine and a half wins. Oh, God. Um, I think they win nine. So I, I think by default, so I have under. to choose under. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to say under as well, only because I don't know if I fully trust two. Okay. Yet. So I'm going to say final under. one division over under nine and a half wins for the Patriots. Uh, put over. Actually, put over I think I'm going to go well. over too. Yeah, I put over. I think Belichick figures it out. I think they might. They're, the Bills might even drop a game to the Pats. They always struggle with the Pats, except for the one we put up like a 50-burger on them last year. That was oh, really yeah. nice. That was Oh, that was trust some, me. Some Bill like, didn't forget that either. Yeah, I know. And, you know, they're like you said, they're getting some players back. Stephon Gilmore is still in like a contract holdout. But, yeah, they got some starters back. Yep. They're going to be just run the ball down your face. Cam Newton's probably going to 
hurt his face in week three and Mac Jones will start in week four or something like that. I will take the Patriots over on that one because I have the Patriots making one of the wild cards. So okay. I will take the That's over. That's cool. So we're, we've we got Bills division winners, a bunch of unders for its team totals, except for Tyler's over for the Patriots. That's right. So the East is AFC is going to be butt if it's up to us oh, next no. year. Oh, you know it's going to be even more butt though? The NFC East. Yeah, so let's That's go. Right. NFC East, which could be, honestly, I know Tyler said it's going to be just as bad, probably even worse than some of the AFC East teams. But this was, I mean, I, I guess now I think about it, it is probably going to be bad. At least it's entertaining, the NFC East, yeah, like I said. True. Because this is the division that had the final game of the year last year, if I recall correctly. It was, I think it was the Eagles and the Washington football team. Yeah, don't be racist. Bad. Don't be racist. Washington <laughs> football racist. team versus the Eagles. The Guardians. And this was when the Eagles and everybody was pissed because it looked, they put in, um, they put in uh, Jalen Hurts uh-huh. for a little bit and then pulled him back out. And then uh, Frank Reich, oh not Frank Reich. They put, uh, who's the coach? Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, "What's going on here?" Jalen Hurts is all pissed and mopey on the sideline. Everybody's like, "Oh, they're throwing the game, throwing the game." The game, Washington won the game because they threw it, and they kept the New York Giants, who had a six and ten record, by the way, oh out of the, out of the playoffs and winning that division. So everybody was all pissed about it, and they threw the game and. The Joe Judge and let Joe Judge went on a tirade after about how that's not how you play the game and blah 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 blah. We lost. We didn't, run. We deep. didn't. Yeah, we didn't get into the playoffs because they threw the game. Well, you didn't get into the playoffs because you were six and ten. That's what I'm saying. So NFC East probably GB just as entertaining this year. Um, Dak Prescott already injured. Yeah. Uh, Tyler he- Heineke, Heineken, however you say his name. Taylor Heineke. Taylor, whatever, right? dude. He's the Washington football team quarterback. No one cares. Legend. When he's not storming the Capitol. Uh, uh, they were 7-10 and 10 last year and won the division. Uh, well, that could be fun. Alex nah. Smith isn't going to be there this year. Nope. Um, the Joe Judge pissed off New York Giants have Saquon Barkley back. That's true. But they also Daniel have, Jones. They also have Daniel Jones at Daniel quarterback. Jones. And then that's all not lost on the Philadelphia Eagles, who Jalen Hurts, I think he's a starter. Yeah, but yeah, they got a new. Sure. Of, but they got a new head coach. Yeah. So, what's the head coach's name? Nick Sirani or something. Nick. S- oh wow, you actually know. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm. I'm not gonna try to say it. I knew. I Sirani. Sriracha. Knew, knew I was Sirani. Sirani. Whatever, Tyler. Cereal. So, this whole this whole division do we is such wanna, a cluster. F. Do we want to base? Oh, do we want to go on? You know, we'll run through the totals again too. Okay. So, who wants to take a shot in the dark at who's gonna win this? I'm gonna say, Cowboys. Yeah. Because I have the most too. faith in them because. Of who they are, I guess. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win simply because they finally have Prescott back. If Dak, and shout yeah. out to shout out to Hard Knocks for giving me an inside look at the Cowboys camp because, what? as you said, <laughs> I, I watched you? it. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he looks locked what in. I tell you, dude, I that, looks Tyler, locked in. So me and Randy were having this conversation. I, I was texting you guys about watching Hard Knocks, which I love Hard Knocks yeah, so effing much, dude. It's so fun. Every year, I kind of like eh, it's Hard Knocks, but then I dive first episode in, which I think the new one comes out tonight or oh, tomorrow. Yes. Um, uh, I dive Wednesday. in and then I get uh. so pumped for it and I'm all in, even if it's not my team ever. Right. Um, but I told Randy this and you, you might be able to agree with this, Tyler. I get like sold on a player on a team because of like just a little extra attention. Right. right. So I'm watching Hard Knocks. and I'm like, damn, Zeke's got it. He does. And this he is based locked off of in. five minutes of preseason workout footage. And I'm like, Zeke's having a year. Crazy dude. how that works. Zeke's huh? having a year. I'm like, I see Dak. He's even injured already. I'm like, Dak's back. Yeah. Dak's back, baby. Well, I mean, this you, dude, Michael Parsons, he's back, baby. He's going to crush. He looks, exactly. He, he looks does really look good. pretty Michael nice. Michael looks really good. CeeDee Lamb, you a big mother stud. Effort, but you look like a stud. Stud. I mean, they have four stars on the team with Micah, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Zeke, and uh, uh, Prescott. So, the I, hard knocks effect, man. It's you getting know, me. I, 
It's like we're not honestly even talking I'm, about Amari Cooper and the the oh, other right. receiver they have. <laughs> hey, whose name you're not on Hard Knocks. I don't care. I don't care, man. Dog. Have fun being whatever it is you're going to be by yourself. <laughs> but um, no, do that entirely much like the AFC East is like unique in its own way because the AFC East is unique because all bunch of young guys. Yeah, it's something new. We don't really know what to expect. We don't really know what to expect with the NFC Nor- the NFC East. Sorry, because everything just seems like such a mess. It's always a mess. It's because, always that mm-hmm. it's always like you when you you know how you're late in the season and right. you put like the, the playoff hunts. Yeah. These division leaders, these are the wild cards, and you got like in the hunt, right? And there's a couple teams, <laughs> a couple like eight win, nine win, ten win teams. Yeah. And then you got like a six and seven, ten. six and ten. Always the NFC. Like, oh, there's the NFC East teams yeah. because they're still in the hunt because they could take it over and, and be four games yeah, under five. I don't feel confident about any of these teams. And last year I chose Washington simply because I thought you know, Rivera could ro- rally the team around him, but even with Washington, like I don't really see anything redeeming on that team. Like they have no quarterback. It's it's Fitzpatrick. The minus like McLaren, Gibson. Fitzpatrick, the Fitzpatrick effect. Imagine he does it again. I mean, Fitzpatrick would only work in this division because this division is yeah. just such a mess. And speaking of coaches, you know, I mentioned Mike Zimmer here a little yeah. while ago. He Ron Rivera is another Coach is pissed about his vaccinations, and he's yeah. a cancer survivor. And he's like, "Yo, what what do I need to get, do to get you guys to get shot up?" I mean, so, that's how like, Haskins got like, released. What are we doing? Dickhead Haskins went to a freaking strip club yeah, when his coach right. is oh my recovering from cancer. He's like, "Yo, dibish, why would you go to that? Yeah, come on, now dude's playing. Now dude's like third string on the Steelers." But um, you know, it's it's tough to uh, put my finger down on what the id factor for this division is. I think it's just who, honestly, as long as the nobody in the Cowboys gets injured. They'll win the division, which is hard to say, which is, it, which is very hard to say. You got Dak Prescott's ankle being held together by duct tape and glue, yeah, which apparently he had two surgeries yep, on. That's right. Um, his shoulder now is his is all jacked up or his bicep or whatever is keeping him out. Um, Zeke has been a shell of himself or was at least last year. So now mm-hmm. we're basing it off of pumped up hard knocks footage because if because if uh, Prescott, if Dak is out, then you have Ben DiNucci. Ben and Nucci. I forgot who the other guy is. The other backup is, but it's not Andy Dalton. It's not Andy Dalton. So anymore. all they got, we'll is, get to him next week. All they got is Dak. So as long as he's put together, they should be okay. I don't feel confident in Philadelphia because I don't like their coach and I don't really like the way the team's structured. It's really going to be a fight between. <laughs> it's going to be, a, in my opinion, it's going to be a fight between uh, Philadelphia and New York as to who the worst yeah. team in the division the, is. The Giants are fighting each other in practice. Joe Judge is having them run uh, suicides and doing push-ups on the and then, field during and the then first week of preseason. And then he's having press conferences about how the team rallying together after fighting makes him hard. So yeah, it should the, be. The NFC East is already <laughs> in mid-season form, yeah. dude. But I think the only thing I, I feel gives Washington the edge over these other those other two teams is simply because their defensive line is so good. Like they have, yeah, Chase if, Young, Montez Sweat. Oh my God! If because when you look at the other teams, they've got like a few good things here, a few you know gems. Like uh, New York has Saquon, but he's coming off an injury. Uh, you know, they, and that's kind of where the basically where it ends. Um, I'm a Packers fan, so I know Blake Martinez is all hype. Uh, Philadelphia, I mean Jalen Hurts, but he hasn't really yet to prove himself. Right. Other than that, what else you got? But Washington at least has a solidified All Star right, team so of D line. We got double Cowboys here to start. <laughs> what do you got, Tyler? So Michael Gallup was the other receiver I was thinking of. My bad for forgetting him. Why aren't the uh, Cowboys better? Like, do be so better. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, it, and it, the only reason that I think they might also shoot themselves in the foot is because Dickhead Mike McCarthy's their head coach, and yeah. that's so, what I oh. was getting to. So let me get to that real quick. So 
couple things from Hard Knocks I noticed. Number one, Zeke is me when I try to wrap presents. I'm god awful oh, at it. Number two, Jerry Jones puts way too much salt on his. Oh my McDonald's god! What a second of- that. The fact Number that the dude is, that dude's made until like what seventy eight is a miracle, oh, dude. For how he treats his Number body. Three. Number three, the lineman on the side. Uh, the lineman on the sideline with yeah. his mouth guard in saying, I want the I'll, cake, is yeah, the Mario, realest I'll image of me. That's the realest thing like I've ever seen in my entire life. I was like, I can relate to that okay. guy so much, and he might be my but new favorite. But Tyler, player. on that same note of Hard Knocks, though, the, the one thing that did stand out to me, now I realized that uh, McCarthy, that jackass is their head coach. McCarthy seems just so, like, timid which i which i now i totally understand as to why aaron Rodgers just rolled over him and did what he wanted it was a pretty decent pump up speech though for that first preseason game i think it was when he was like but no watermelons were smashed and that was the problem <laughs> you okay. know it's like he's like yeah you know if you're gonna lift that trophy it's heavier than you think i'm like oh okay look man okay. no hard knock speech is gonna top uh, uh, gruden when he's like you're out here to ruin people's dreams <laughs> like that knock on wood if you're with or, me or uh jeff fisher i'm not going seven and nine and then the season and then the season ending with and then the season ending with I've been let go. <laughs> but uh, All right, but pick, uh, pick, yeah, pick Tyler. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so uh, Philly's going to be the worst team in the division. It's not even close. The Giants are going to be also terrible. It's because of Mike McCarthy. I cannot put the Cowboys winning the division. Like I don't trust them enough. You got to remember, even before Dak got hurt last year. There were already rumors coming out that they were basically doing the game plan the day of or like the morning of the game that they had no idea what they were doing. And that came from Zeke. I remember hearing about that. So I'm going to put the Cowboys second. I'm going to put the Washington football team first, basically because of their defense. Their offense is a lot better than I think people realize. Uh, We mentioned the wide receiver core with McLaurin. They also have, um, I want to say they have like Curtis Samuel or someone else that's really fast on that that team. Gibson is a really good running back, very underrated. Logan Thomas turning into actually somewhat of a decent tight end. Yeah, I was so surprised watching him play. It was was quite interesting. When you really think about it, they're only a quarterback away from being a legitimate threat. You got to remember that this team last year in the wild card took Tom Brady to the brink. You got to remember that, okay? They took Tom Brady to the brink of a playoff upset until the very last second. And I'm not going to lie. I've kind of sold myself on this. If the Washington football team was able to trade for a quarterback, one who's available, one who really wants out of his certain city, Matt Ryan. and Dan Schneider is not opposed to any type of controversy, I could totally see them trading for Deshaun Watson. Oh, God. Here's oh the Houston no, 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 no. Yeah, That's what no, no, that no. organization that's, that's needs. The, no, no. That's the only tie-in I'm giving it. I could totally see Dan Ron is, Ron is doing recovering. something outlandish like Ron that is recovering from a life-threatening disease in which I'm sure he was very stressed out. On top of fighting for his life, he had to worry about an NFL team. I'm sure the the last thing he needs <laughs> worry about uh, you know dis- is your starting yeah. is your starting quarterback going from starting for an NFL team to starting for a prison community team. Mm-hmm. So I but think that's uh, my thinking is that Dan Schneider does not care about controversy with that team whatsoever that being said i'm still putting them first all right that's kind of true i see every team again another interesting aspect about the nfc uh east half of them just have weird eccentric dickhead owners yeah because the cowboys have jones and then you have snyder i mean i don't know about the other two teams sandwiches jerry (laughs) but it's like it just 
I do not understand it. I, I do not get it. Also, to further Tyler's point, and just kind of off course, why does Jerry Jones not have somebody watching what the old man is eating? The yeah, dude's man. eating Mc, McGriddles. The first message I sent salt. you guys during Hard Knocks like, damn, Jerry's old, man. Dude, Jerry, do you not remember the draft when he was sitting on his like golden his, his yacht? Spaceship. Oh, he's his, sitting his on shirt. his golden yacht, and the buttons on the bottom <laughs> of his shirt are hanging on for dear life, trying to cut that man's, God. trying to cover that man's gut from all the salt he puts on his damn breakfast sandwiches. Jerry, seek professional help. Let Steven run the team. Get yourself some help. And man. and you mentioned the rest of the league. Well, I mean, the rest of that division. Yeah. Uh, the owner of the Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie. He's oh the one who like, apparently was behind the one who said bench Jalen in that final yeah, that the, final that NFC East game that totally flipped because, it on its head. Well, because the bookies were about to break his knees <laughs> yeah, after the game. Like, whoa, 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 why are you guys winning this game? No, 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 no. Slow down here. That front office is the most dysfunctional yeah. it's pretty close but they are definitely Philly, one of the baby. two most dysfunctional so then it, it falls into the giants lap which is jim Moore's a competent owner I you guys that. literally are playing with toddler rich toddlers who have football teams all you got to do is form a competent team and then what do they do they hire the special teams coordinator for the new england patriots and they're like he'll figure it out oh my god well football's back i'm feeling good it's start it's finally starting to feel like life is back to normal right okay so never let's- forget Never forget South Park for making fun of Jerry Jones being eyes too far apart. Oh, that's right, like the chameleon. <laughs> while going opposite direction. Oh, God. All right, let's run My through, eyes aren't too far apart. Let's run through some win totals real quick on the way oh, out. Just um, about those. So let's see here. NFC East win totals are the Dallas Cowboys over under nine and a half. I'm going over. Oh, over. Going over. I'm going to take the over. If Dak's I healthy, them, yeah, over. They're they too win. good to not win more than nine games. I have them winning the wild card, so I'm going to give them an over. I was going to say, they, okay. should, they should beat... The Eagles twice, they should beat. But then that's the thing, man. You get NFC East versus NFC East, and it's a, it's the effing circus. Um, up next, NFC East win totals. New York Giants over under seven and a half. Under. Under. By a lot. Under, yeah. I'm going to say I, under. I, I don't think it's by a lot. Actually, I think no, they I might get the six. Yeah. I don't want to say a lot. Philadelphia win totals next season. Over under six and a half. Oh, under. 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 Yeah, I, think they get, under. I think they win six. No, sorry, I think they win five. And they the Washington five. football team over unders eight and a half. Over. 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 They take, over. They take nine games. Yeah. I'm th- I'm getting that's, that's I'm flipping what Tyler had. For them. Cowboys win, Washington second, Giants third, Eagles last. Yeah. Oh God. Be, Eagles are gonna be so bad. Yep. They're gonna be I so terrible. It. I love when Philly teams suck. I know me too. Let's which, go birds which, fly, Eagles fly. Which is uh, you know, pretty often. So next week, NFC North, AFC North. All right. Packers preview. Let's do it. Uh, we none of us have AFC North team, so F it. Who cares? We'll run through it anyways. Also, sneak peek, uh, Fields, not that good. <laughs> hey, but he smoked some second and third stringers, guys. Hey, Hold dude, on. That's what when I've it, been saying. Hey, guys. I think he's a bust. When in doubt, let's just do a spin move that that's, worked on yeah. Juco walk-ons yeah. and high schoolers. Here's a little preview, guys. If you're uh, Matt Nagy and you're pulling out trick plays in the first week of preseason, <laughs> not so happy. That's a little preview. See you next week. When in doubt, spin it out.